Welcome back to another installment of the Raised by Sports Podcast. I am your feet. God damn, yeah, you good? <laughs> that's not me. That's not me. <laughs> nah, that's all right. Sorry, that's my phone. My phone <laughs> yeah, was on my phone. Damn. All right. Hey, well, you got to start. You got to start it over, Jay. Um, no, over no, it. fuck it. We already started, nigga. That's the fucking <laughs> intro this week. This is Raised by Sports Podcast. Follow us on all streaming platforms, all that good shit. Gilkey is once again not here this week. So we got J-O-S-H, John and all stupid hosts from High and Tide Productions, Goddamn 704. Filling in for him. Uh, Jalen was at the Final Four um, and got to witness, uh, what, I'd say two and a half good games because Villanova and Kansas was kind of mid pack. Sorry about your boys, yeah. but you know, um, it's cool, it is what it is. But uh, mm-hmm. UNC versus Duke, listen, I told y'all last week, I'm not, I had no uh, horse in the race. I was at a bar in Chapel Hill with the fucking chads and thads, bro, drunk as shit. That was a great experience, bro. That was a great fucking experience. <laughs> greatest game like in terms of the storylines it felt like a fucking wwe booking um but last night i didn't get to watch all of the national championship game um but from what i did see um unc was up 15 at the half and then shit the fucking bucket um and it had a lot to do with baycott who looked like he was playing on one fucking leg um but hey shout out to the kansas and, K- and caleb love caleb love tweaked his ankle that that he really did. was messing him up yeah, yeah he did and he just wasn't the same at all uh cal and, and josh is resident tar heels here um how do y'all feel about this this year overall man eight seed in the tournament everybody was shitting on hubert because him and his white wife to start the season I feel like, and and Josh, Josh might agree with me on this. I don't even think we were supposed to be here. So I like, I'm proud of my niggas for actually fighting to get to the championship and and competing. And really, we shouldn't have blown a 15 point lead. It's <laughs> it's literally like giving me the Atlanta Patriots vibes. Like, how do we blow a lead like that in the first half? Come on, uh, it, well, it wasn't that bad. It I mean, it, bad. no, I'm saying like it's giving me those vibes. Like we we were controlling the game. We were controlling the offense. I know Caleb Love getting banged up kind of hurt us a little a little bit, but like R.J. Davis was hooping, and I think they they kind of went away from him a little bit in that second half and I, I don't know i feel like a few people could have been a little bit more aggressive but hey we, we'll be back um Josh. i agree i i don't think chapel hill was supposed to be there at all especially with the road took them to get there beating baylor ucla smoking on that coach k pack um <laughs> but i mean i'm i'm old of course you always want but the last time UNC lost, they won- they came back next year and won it. So that's what I'm hoping for now. That's really all I can get for it. Hey, man. Uh, shout out to that man, Coach K. 42 years at Duke. Um, some would say he's overrated. Some would say he, you know, he he took the he, he sold his soul to the one and done route and didn't really do much with it because their last title was in 15, right? Which was one and done's. Oh yeah, which is one of Dunn's. Um, but would y'all compare? What, what, what would what would y'all say? How how, how are you going to remember uh, Mike Shashevsky? I think he's a. I think he's just an all time great basketball coach. Period. Um, I think what he was able to do with the USA team is underrated. Um, Facts. Because after 04, you know, and the in the, the blunder in 04, um, losing to I believe it was Argentina. Usually the Spain or Argentina, I Lost can't remember. Argentina. Um, and then when he took over the reins, and then obviously 08, you know, running the table, you know, and then obviously running it back in 12, and then 16, getting it done. Um, you know, being able to show, 
you know, his ability to coach NBA players, the greatest of the NBA players um, and college players as well. And I think it does more for his legacy to not have gone the NBA route at any point. You know, he stayed at Duke throughout his whole career. And I think he's he's probably like the last man standing, I would say, as far as like historic college coaches. Like, of course, you got your Jay Wrights and uh, Bill Sells and those guys. But as far as the elite of the elite, um, I think he was last man standing. Josh, Cal, what y'all got? You want to go first, Josh? The rivalry. Coach K is arguably going to be one of the the best coaches we've ever seen. Obviously, you know, the accolades speak for himself, but I think that him being able to do what he's done in the career that he's had, I feel like if he did come to the NBA, he'd he'd be successful. But I think it depends on the situation. So, um, you know, I hate to see him retire, but obviously, you know, we've been battling with this man for years. So it's it's been some good battles. He's had some great teams and some great uh, championships alongside of it. So shout out to Coach K. Um, if he does come back, I wouldn't mind seeing him on a um, on a little roster in the NBA. I think this uh, going for a championship run, but I, I doubt he'll do it. <laughs> that so. old ass nigga. Y'all saw that nigga trying to yeah. walk. Y'all saw him trying to yeah, walk. Yeah, he, he, he ain't cut out for the NBA. <laughs> he looks like he walked with a peg leg, but nah, that nigga 75, dog. Yeah, that's like. <laughs> go, go, go ahead and retire, bro. Enjoy the rest of your life, bro. Go ahead and retire. Josh, what you got, real quick? Um, I mean, in terms of Coach K, I think, I think the only knock I could say on him is just like based on the talent he's had, I feel like he could have produced more championships. But outside of that, I feel like Coach K is the greatest coach of all time, or at least collegiately. Or collegiate, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is for that, but yeah, on the collegiate uh, level, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> I mean, I just feel like Coach K is super underperformed in in championships and the main rivalry and against Carolina. Like I feel like a lot of those times Duke had the better team and still came out with a loss. So, bro, what are you talking about, bro? He he got five. He got like four or five championships. He got five. He. Oh, he has five. He has five, and one I mean, in every decade, based... right? You said except what? This one, one in every decade, right? Except this one uh, or last. He's got well, one. He got a couple in the nineties. He got so he didn't win any in the eighties. Um, okay, so 91, 92, 01, 2010, and two thousand fifteen. Um, he didn't get to his first Final Four until his sixth year in the thing, or seventh year in the thing in 1986. Um, but he's been to yeah, five rings, 13 Final Four appearances, uh, 15 ACC tournament um, uh, tournament championships. You said 13 Final Four appearances? 13 Final Four appearances. That's insane. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, he coached for how many years? 30 years? 42. 42, he had 13 yeah. Final Fours. Oh, my yeah. God. 15 ACC Tournament Championships and then 13 ACC Regular Season Championships. So, yeah. <laughs> and then on top of all that with the U.S. Men's National Team, three gold medals, Beijing, London, Rio de Janeiro. And then um, I don't think he has um, – Oh, then he has two gold medals for the FIBA American Championships as well in Los Angeles and Barcelona. So, yeah, um, I, I think at the end of the day, man, I think Coach K gives you everything you ask for. Um, I do agree. I mean, the I, you could argue that he left championships on the tables because he did have a lot of talent that he didn't win with. I saw somebody list all the niggas that Coach K did not win a ring with. Luol Dang, J.J. Reddick, Gerald Henderson, 
Kyrie Irving, Seth Curry, Austin Rivers, Jabari Parker, Rodney Hood, Luke Kennard, Jason Tatum, Brandon Ingram, Marvin Bagley, Gary Chant Jr., Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, Paolo Banchero, and Mark Williams. But, I mean, yeah, but, like, out of all those, most of those guys you named were one-and-dones, which yeah. no coach is winning championships. Calipari can't do it either. He's the king of one-and-dones. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. he's not winning championships. And then back then, like, with Luol Deng and Boozer and them, well, probably Luol Dame more so. That's when Florida was going crazy with yeah. the Horford and, and Joe Kim Noah and Corey Brewer. Like, he has some there, – yeah. there's a lot of comp. Yeah, a lot of comp. But, uh, yeah, man, shout-out Coach K. Um, you'll be missed. I think you. Uh, John Shire is going to be taking over the program, so we'll get some legendary duels with John Shire and Coach Hubert Davis. Shout-out Hubert, man. They was calling for your fucking head at the beginning of the season, but <laughs> you managed to rattle off 29 wins, get to the championship game, um, and it almost looked like Kansas was going to do that thing where Kansas chokes in the, in, you know, in the tournament, but they didn't. Um, so shout-out to yeah, y'all. I think, I think UNC really just ran out of gas, bro. Hey, like man. when you're playing, when you're playing six guys, yeah. in a tournament, bro, like that is it is tough, man. Yo, the Duke UNC rivalry, bro, between the fans, that shit is nasty. You niggas, oh are, yeah, niggas are uncouth. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that, and it's different. And, and I and I tell you, bro, and Cal, Cal could probably test you too a little bit. When you live in the Triangle, when you live in Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, it's yeah. totally different. <laughs> like it yeah. even takes another step. Nigga, it's insane. I, I was at a table everywhere you go. You see either Carolina, or Duke. You don't bro, see none. I was bro at the bar. I was at. I was at a table with my homeboy who is a Duke student. And he had on like he was the only Duke fan in the whole bar for the white Chapel Hill fans. And every time Duke would do something, he would like stand up and flex his muscles. And I'm like, nigga, relax. I'm not trying yeah. to I'm not trying to get a fucking bar fight on behalf of you out here. Bruh, and no, like, no cab, no cab, uh, Dre. In like Raleigh and Nightdale, there are certain like restaurants that only have one or or the other yeah. uh paraphernalia in there. Like they'll have either UNC shit or Duke shit yeah, in there. It's yeah, bro. It's just you niggas are nasty. My Facebook timeline this morning was just the middle age people that i know arguing over duke and chapel hill but i think the rivalry is in favor of chapel hill right now man it's gonna take a lot for duke to undo getting beat in the fucking final four bro by chapel hill it's gonna take a lot bro you can't really say shit as a duke fan right now um but speaking of saying shit um i don't know if y'all been on josh do you have a twitter you do have a twitter are you ever on that shit i never see you i'm just never on it okay (laughs) so let me so this week on twitter uh yay's favorite football quarterback his favorite black quarterback went viral this week on twitter (laughs) uh russell wilson (laughs) <laughs> i said i seen that shit too i seen hey, that shit man. too i thought i had to put it on the list today bro because niggas it, it, social media is so funny bro because it just moves in cycles especially on twitter we're talking about the same bullshit every two weeks even with sports twitter like i'm t- i don't want to talk about the braun and jordan debate no more i, 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 I don't want to talk about splitting the bill at a restaurant i don't want to talk about uh what a man should do what a woman should do i don't give a fuck but the russell future sierra conversation seems to dominate the timeline every two months bro <laughs> and so it dom- the reason to dominate the timeline this time was because i so first of all i was unaware that the i am athlete podcast what the fuck those niggas do did they like they split yeah they split because yeah. it, it, it seemed it, it seemed like fred fred channing crowder i think just them two weren't getting a fair cut so mm. they split off and started doing their own thing with ryan so, clark and it's really good actually so i am athlete is now just brandon marshall's thing and and ocho cinco 
Oh, okay. I was really confused. So yeah, uh, Channing Crowder, Fred Taylor, and then Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark. They have um, a show called a podcast called The Pivot. Um, and Channing went on. <laughs> I think it was this past week. He went on the show, um, and I don't know how they got to talking about it. Um, but they were talking about Russell, Russell Wilson, Sierra and future. And Channing went on this tangent about how Russell Wilson is a square, a goofball. And Sierra is only with him for the money. If Russell didn't have that bread, Sierra wouldn't be with him. She has a good situation. You don't leave future and get with Russell Wilson. It's a type. Everybody has a type. I love him on the field, but he's a fucking square. And you know what this kind of gave me, bro? I'm like, bro, do you want to suck future off, bro? Because that's what up, it fucking sounds like, dog. Like, <laughs> I like you're. It just sounds like you're can't like, bro. You just you're campaigning on behalf of future unsolicited and just like degrading Russell's character. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't leave. You don't leave future for Russell Wilson, bro. Okay, get off this nigga's beef, bro. <laughs> like, and, and, and if we keep it in a stack, bro. Like, if you look at ninety percent of the people that people marry as far as athletes, celebrities, of course they wouldn't be with them if they didn't have bread. Jay Z wouldn't get Beyonce if he didn't have bread. Like that—that's the case for damn near everybody. I low key feel like the bread point with Sierra is kind of a moot point because, of course, she don't got a fucking thirty million dollar NFL contract. But Sierra had her own bread prior to you. Feel me? It won't got now. Yeah, she still got them royalty checks coming in. Yeah, it won't. Yeah, it won't. Goddamn, like you know, a fucking uh, athlete or no shit. And if she was an athlete, it still wouldn't be like that because women athlete don't make no goddamn money. But anyway, um. So, you know, like, I don't know, bro, that shit. And so they cooked this nigga Channing all week. Yeah. And so then another clip of Channing went viral with him on the Pivot podcast and Taylor Rooks. Fine ass. Fine ass. Drink her bath water. Anyway, she was there and Channing was given <laughs> a lot of fucking information. So he was talking about his wife and his role play. So she, he was talking about how when him and his wife, their favorite type of role play is he'll go on the back porch, he'll lay down on the porch, and he'll act like a stray cat. <laughs> Yo, <nah. laughs> he'll act like a stray cat. And this, nigga Drayden, this nigga Drayden turning to Charlemagne to God. We the breakfast club now. <laughs> <laughs> it's DJ Envy. Um, so he'll act like a stray cat. And then his wife. You're probably saying, Andre, okay, so she's another stray cat. No, his wife acts like an old woman who loves cats. And she'll come onto the back porch and say, oh, you're a stray cat, and pick him up and take him into the house. And I'm like, okay, this is bestiality, but whatever. And then Taylor was like, okay, so when do you stop being the cat? And he said, when I'm laying dick. <laughs> wait oh my god and so it just kind of took i don't know it just to me it kind of took credibility from me like trusting this nigga's opinion on who's a square who's weird as fuck blah 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 i don't know bro. hey do you like kitty cats because that's what you play oh on. you're a cat that's person what you play on back your porch he's right? a whole different no, no, no. type we, of cat i have person. a dog but me and my wife play um Here, we kitty, play kitty. sex games while i'm a cat I, I can I can write you a, a list, but I'm a cat with my wife, and then I be on the back porch, and I wait. Been, I'm sorry, I don't get. So, what's your wife? She's the old woman that loves cats and brings them in. The oh, house. and so she brings. And then she so you're brings a stray. The cat in the house. I'm a stray. Okay. She brings them in the house, and then I drop meat. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but so what's like the core? Like, what about that is sexy to you? 
Like because what makes it's like, it a... Because I, I'm, I'm the inferior and then she's the... the, the superior. The, the superior. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when I'm on the back porch, she'll bring me to the house and I'll... So you actually go on the back porch? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Do you like get on all fours? Taylor, we're nasty, nasty. <laughs> like, I don't know. Whenever... I love that you all know this about Yeah, they all know. <laughs> yeah, we get after it. We're nasty, nasty. So oh, I'm wow. on the back porch and I lay down and she'll come and she'll get me in the house and then I'll... And when are you out of cat character? I, like Once I start dropping dick. <laughs> <laughs> I probably had like one too many follow-ups. I had like one too many follow-ups. I mean, it takes one to know one. <laughs> I don't I know. Like, that, Rus like, like, just... like Russell is hella corny, but like, I mean... At the end of the day, like a lot feel, of niggas is corny. I feel like Russell's corny, bro, but he don't bother nobody. You feel me? Like he definitely don't. He does get a lot of unsolicited <laughs> and, and he gets uh, and flaming. The thing, and the thing is, bro, he's never once come out and like dogged future, dis future, like any of that shit. Like he really don't bother nobody. And niggas just attack him on the internet unprovoked. He, and every he's time, just easy to pick on. Uh, yeah, I'm like, yo, why are y'all picking yeah. on this nigga, bro? What was you about to say, Josh? No, nah, I just feel like that. That shit he had to say was just some hate and shit. Like, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, bro, if if it was like that, then you should have been able to back Sierra and not him. Like, you should have yeah. you done yourself. People on the internet were asking, who the fuck is Channing Crowder? Um, and if you don't know who Channing Crowder is, he played in the NFL from 2005 to 2010 with the Miami Dolphins and only the Miami Dolphins. He was a third round pick, uh, has two and a half sacks to his name. Um, he was a linebacker, 469 tackles. So, yeah, shout out to him to be able to parlay a middling NFL career into some type of relevancy 12 years later. Um, Calvin, do you have anything to add? Do you want to do you want to defend Russell Wilson? Listen, listen, my nigga Russ, shout out to my nigga Russ, because he got he went viral on the clip too, uh, talking about how he got here. And I feel like, you know, Chan Channing is a funny dude. Though. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Channing, he be he be cracking some good jokes. I just feel like this just wasn't his his lane, you know. It's all good. It's a, it's a cycle of that we needed something to get off the wheel and Chris Rock shit. And in yeah. two weeks we'll have something else. And and the Chris Rock shit, low key still ain't died, but we ain't gonna get back. It hasn't. It, it, it hasn't. Yeah, I was, it, I was about to get into it, but never mind. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm super good on the Chris Rock shit, bro. It's just a cycle. Yeah. Um, Hollywood's trying to blackball Will Smith, by the way. They like his producer and acting shit has all been put on hold. Didn't know they were making a Bad Boys Four, and the fact that that's on hold might be a good thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> moving back yeah. to the NBA, man. Um, another athlete who has taken a whole bunch of sl a slander this past week is LeBron James. Um, the Lakers and LeBron James have fucking spiraled. Stephen A. Smith went on a fucking rant on like that NBA countdown show he does with Michael Wilbon. He called the Lakers a basketball atrocity. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar even sounded out, sounded off on J LeBron this week. You know, the more I hear Kareem Abdul-Jabbar talk, the more I want him not to talk. Like yes. he just really be <laughs> saying like. He just be saying like some coon shit, bro. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't that nigga marry a white woman? Nah, that's Bill Russell. Oh, it's Bill Russell. All right. Bill Russell, dude. Oh. You good. You good, girl. But now nah, Bill Russell married a white woman. Some wild shit, bro. Ain't yeah. no way you you played in the Boston Garden in 1955. They're calling you nigger and calling you monkey. And you marry a white woman? 
Yeah. Hey, bro. You're yeah. wild, bro. Shout out interracial nah. relationships, dog. I'm not in one, but <laughs> shout out interracial <laughs> relationships. <laughs> but hey, if I listen, bro, if my pops was married to a white woman, I'd look that nigga sideways, bro. You grew up in the fucking 70s, nigga. Not in my top 10. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, but anyway, so yeah, like, um, so Kareem Abdul-Jabbar this past week gave Carmelo Anthony the NBA Social Justice Champion Award, um, and he said uh, that he just gave a lot of criticism to LeBron James uh, that had to do with um, he said he said some of the great things that he's done. He's standing on both sides of the fence, almost. You know, it makes it hard for me to accept when he's committed himself to a different take on everything. It's hard to figure out where he's standing. You've got to check him out every time. And he was referring to um, LeBron's take on like the COVID nineteen shit. He's still on that shit for whatever reason. Talking about when LeBron put on Instagram with the Spider Man meme, where they pointing at each other, where he was like COVID, flu, or the common cold. Um, and Kareem did go on to apologize um, with those comments, but um, I, nah, I, I too late, too late. Stand on yeah, what you bro. said. Yeah, exactly. He said he, he he apologized. Said it wasn't my intention to criticize LeBron in any way. And I'm like, nigga, yes, the fuck it was. I'm like, more shocked that I'm more shocked that Kareem Abdul Jabbar knows how to use Instagram. I'm surprised <laughs> he even saw. It. I, I don't even. I, I, I'm more shocked at that. Yeah, bro. It's it's like, I, I don't know, but LeBron and the Lakers have been catching a lot of criticism this past week. And LeBron, especially um, the Lakers have been clinging on to the ninth and the 10th seed in the West. Now they're the 11th seed and LeBron's been taking criticism because it kind of seems like he's been taking games off in a sense, but he did hurt his ankle really badly last week. I forgot in which game that was was that wasn't against Philly, was it? I don't think he played against Philly. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. I, yeah, but um, I can't remember what it, who it was. But yeah, man, what 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 do y'all what what is y'all's thoughts on? I don't think we've given like a really solid like thought piece on the Lakers and where they're going. Like, what's y'all's like breakdown of the Lakers right now? LeBron, what should they do? Should they shut it down? Do you criticize LeBron for taking these games off because they play Phoenix tonight and he's uh, he's inactive against Phoenix? They played the Jazz the other day. He was inactive against the Jazz. Um. And I think when they played the Pistons, he was inactive against them as well. So what's y'all thoughts? Well, I feel like if any of us were 37, 38 years old, running the league for fucking 20 years, you'd take a break too. So honestly, Bron, whether you heard or not, take your break. Y'all niggas probably ain't going to make no noise, even if y'all do make it in the play-in game anyway. Um, actually, let me not say that. I think they could. I just don't know if they're going to make it to the play-in game. And honestly, if I'm them, I don't want to see a healthy Memphis or a healthy Suns team in the first round because y'all still ain't got y'all shit together. Yeah, it's right now, if the um, if the playoffs did start, um, they would be in the playing game. I believe they would be playing. So it, it kind of nine seed. Yeah, it puts them at a disadvantage because if you make the playing game as the ninth or the tenth seed, you have to win two games to then make the playoffs. So you they would have to first beat um, who would they have to beat first? Let me look at the standards. They would have to first beat the San Antonio Spurs, and then they would play the loser of um. They, yeah, they would play. Oh, no, they would play the Pelicans. Then they would play the loser of the Minnesota Timberwolves and the L.A. Clippers. And I think, honestly, out of all four of those teams, the Lakers lose all those games. So it's like, I, I yeah. don't know, what's the point? Yeah. Well, 
at the end of the day, all you can ask for is a chance to get in. And at the end of the day, I think they do want that chance. I, I do think that LeBron is truly hurt. I don't think he's faking it or just sitting out the game. That's not like him. Um, and it's too much. He cares about his perception to everyone too much to just like kind of sit out and just miss the playoffs and kind of just say, fuck it. Um, but as far as the Lakers, like it's just, it's just been a failure from top to bottom. Um, you know, it, you know, we look at every offseason move, the only offseason moves that were positive were probably signing Carmelo and getting Malik Monk. And then obviously getting Stanley Johnson middle of the year. That that's been about it. Um, you know, injuries, fit, coaching, just everything is everything that has that can go wrong has went wrong. Um, and they got to they, they got to hit the reset button. And I think it starts with, you know, getting rid of Rob Palenka, Frank Vogel and getting some new voices in there and kind of just hitting the reset button on things. So you fire you fire Rob Palenka at the end of the season. If you were absolutely the ownership and you fire Frank Vogel. Do you, think Frank, do you think Frank Vogel has done like. Do you think his leash from winning a championship in 2020 to two seasons later gone? Do you think his leash was that short? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Especially I, feel like the Lakers, I feel like the Lakers organization is used to winning and they haven't even been winning. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't going to say that they're used to winning because ever since Dr. Buss died, they've been kind of trash up until Bron got there. They're trying I to get think, back to that consistent model of winning. I, I, I just think at the end of the day, like when you look at when you look at the landscape of coaches, so like Obviously, it was between Vogel and Ty Lue. You look at what Ty Lue's doing and, you know, across the or in the same building yeah. without Paul George and what's the name and Kawhi Leonard in there in the playoffs. And then you look at Jason Kidd, a guy who was on your staff last year, and he has the Mavs at, what, a top four seed or whatever, like in the playoff mix, you know, yeah, looking, the Mavs, looking like they can, they've clinched looking the like they can get over that. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, like, when you look at that, that doesn't help his case. And then when you first round exit, and then now possibly missing the playoffs with even a chance to get in the play in like that means you were a top 10 team in the in the west <laughs> um yeah i mean that's and he'll get another job i don't think he deserves to be fired but that's just how the business goes yeah yeah i, I don't know i i mean the palinka thing i think definitely it dropped the ball and it didn't help that magic johnson went on espn this week and further <laughs> this you know magic johnson loves the limelight he loves attention um and i just find it kind of funny but he went on to uh he went on what, what's my man's name um get up he went on get up with mike greenberg uh and basically just aired out the lakers dirty laundry there were a whole bunch of rumors going around uh chris haynes had reported it like a month ago and was talking about it in twitter spaces about how the lakers wanted to get demar Derozan originally and you know it chris haynes is reputable but you know we're finally getting you know the source from 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 the mouth. Magic John said the Lakers wanted to get DeMar DeRozan. They wanted to re-sign THT and Alex Caruso. Um, but, you know, uh, apparently the Lakers weren't committed to giving DeMar DeRozan a three-year deal. And then Russell Westbrook and LeBron James got to talking. And that's how Russell really ended up being a Laker. And we know how that ended up. And who's to say Le DeMar would have gotten there and been the DeMar he is right now in Chicago? You said he wouldn't have. Absolutely not. There's no way he would have been able to. But the, the fit. But, but 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 also, do you what what do you think about the fact that AD missed so many games? Like insert Demar into this season right now. AD missing games, LeBron missing games, and really needing a second or third guy to step up and be that guy. So it wasn't really about fit that much because you wouldn't have had to fit in anything if we knew. Yes, he would. 
Yes, he would have. Because at the end of the day, DeRozan needs shooters around him. If you look at how the Bulls yeah. are constructed, Zach Levine, shooter. Vucevic, shooter. And Javante Green can knock down shots. And then, you know, obviously Lonzo got hurt. He's gotten better at shooting the three ball as well. He usually have Kobe White. Um, but he needs spacing and he's ball dominant. They, the Lakers don't have shooters. That's a big problem of theirs. Malik Monk is probably the one and only. Um, and like yeah. he wouldn't have never got, he would have never been able to get to a rhythm. That, that's a guy who averages, you know, 20, 25 shots a game. He wouldn't be able to get that night in and night out um, the way he likes to get it. So I, I really yeah. don't even think that would even matter much. That's fair enough. Yeah, and they that's they definitely have that in Chicago. They got shooters yeah. and they they're able to space the floor. And even when you got your your biggest man on the floor, Vucevic, um, who's able to, you know, space the floor and whatnot. So and and yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So who's who's to say? I do think it would have worked out just a a little bit better with DeMar uh uh than Russell Westbrook though. Cause yeah, Russell, for sure. For sure. I, I think you could have had any piece better than Russ. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I just think yeah. Russ wasn't the, the answer. And I, I did I did get I believed in the hype a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. I just hate that it's ending the way it is because I know the moment their season is over, Russ is getting shopped to the highest bidder. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. They have they and they have to get off of his contract. You know what I'm saying? Like he's owed like 47 million next year, and honestly, that's what it would have made Demar more attractive anyway, because his contract wasn't going to be as big of a salary cap hit, and they could have kept Caruso, they could have kept Tht. You know what I'm saying? Keeping Kyle Kuzma <laughs> sounds a lot better now than it. You know what I'm saying? It it sounded good last off season, but you know it is what it is. Yeah, and like. You know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. When you yeah. compare their situations a year prior, DeRozan was really, like, kind of just lost in the middle of nowhere in San Antonio. Like, no one was even thinking about him like that. checking for him. Um, yeah, at all. And then, you know, Russ came off, you know, another 20, you know, 2011-11 season. You know, you think that Russ can carry the team. Like, I, I understood their mode of thinking. It just, yeah, it just backfired. I understand why people missed out on the whole DeRozan thing because he, he's playing for the Spurs and pop system. So like a lot a lot of DeRozan's prime was spent in the, with the Spurs and he wasn't able to, you know, that's that that team in particular plays a certain way. So yeah. I mean, I can see why people missed out on DeRozan. I yeah, it's. I think it's. I, I think it's probably really easy to get lost in, in San Antonio. Um, you, you know, they're, they're like the, the organization with faceless superstars. Like at, yeah. the, at the same at this at the end of the day, Tim Duncan, greatest power forward of all time. That nigga didn't have a brand. You know what I'm saying? You're, there's no brand in San Antonio. Manu Ginobili, no brand. Does Tim Duncan even ha did he have a shoe deal? Anybody know if Tim Duncan ever had shoes? He did. He, he did. did. Yeah, I think with Adidas. Yeah. Nah, he, uh, he has, well, I mean, he had nobody, jeans. Them, nobody. Them long <laughs> jeans. Jeans. Them fucking yeah. jeans shorts. Bro, them with fucking them, with them Jesus sandals. Bro, but yeah. <laughs> like there's no there's no brand you're winning five rings in goddamn 17 years and there's no brand i'm not branded yeah. at all and they like that down there you know what i'm saying i mean i'm sure it was i'm i'm sure it was hard on demar to you know go to san antonio not be branded be forgotten and immediately watch your guys win a chip without you it's like am i the problem was it me yeah. and i don't i don't even think it was demar wasn't the problem it's just you bring in Kawhi leonard and he does Kawhi things goddamn you know the shot in philly you know what i'm saying 
<laughs> I'm sorry, that was an unnecessary shot. Uh, I thought I thought we was gonna get through yeah, it. Part, I, but, uh, I, I thought Calvin <laughs> was gonna be the one to say something. Oh, hey, I left it alone. I, I left it alone. Cal- Calvin, Calvin claimed to be the Raptor Whisperer back oh, yeah. in 2019. I, t- I told no, bro, y'all, I told, y'all. I, I told y'all that. I told y'all that. Hey, so if you're the if you're the Lakers this summer, what do you do past? front office moves so we get rid of vocal we get rid of palinka who do we hire in there who do we hire in the replacement and what moves do you make where do you ship russell uh what what free agents are we looking for hmm. and i can give you all to the pacers agents. for aaron holiday a second round pick <laughs> they do hey, move this is on picks, one though. yeah the pacers the, don't want them. yeah the pacers they, they got they got too many guards yeah um, I can't even really think of a team that oh, he really fit with. Yeah, I mean that would even take him. Uh, this, so this summer, the free agents are going to be uh, John Wall, James Harden, who we believe are probably going to resign with Philly if Doc Rivers doesn't keep throwing him under the bus um, after games. And I think, yeah, do you think James Harden resigning with Philly is contingent at any point? on how far y'all go in the playoffs, or you think he's staying? Nah, I think the only thing that will even scared a little bit is if we have a blunder in the playoffs and James Harden is like, is he the me or Doc, in which you know who Maury going to choose. So I think he's going to be a sixer no matter what. Okay. Um, so we got John Wall, James Harden, Russell Westbrook is – he's a player option. <laughs> he's picking that bitch up. Uh, Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving. Gary Harris, Zach Levine, Ricky Rubio, Andre Gadala, that is. Yeah, you, you can go ahead and stop. You can go ahead and stop, yeah. my boy. You, you, yeah. Once you hit Andre Iguodala, you, you can go ahead and stop. <laughs> nah, this, this ain't in order, so we still got uh, oh, okay. We still got DeAndre Ayton. Okay, um, okay. Well, he'll mm, he'll resign. Zubak. Uh, He's definitely not resigned, but Collins, he ain't. Colin Sexton. Uh, goddamn Bobby Portis, Miles Bridges. Mm, yeah, Blake. Uh, see, this 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 would have mattered six years ago, but it don't matter now. Blake Griffin, goddamn, <laughs> uh, yeah, and mm. yeah. There, there, there's a lot of rotational guys to pick from. Malik Monk. I wonder if the Lakers try to bring him back. Uh, they'll have a lot they of be- they they better. Yeah, and they better sign that man too. Um, but what do you uh, what do you do with your Lakers this summer, man? Josh, where do I you only... ship Russell Westbrook? Um. Who, wherever anybody will take him, honestly. And if you, you got to find somebody to take that fucking deal. <laughs> yeah, if not, you probably just try and buy him out and just take the loss. Hey, hey, send him to the Night's Watch and go get K Cunningham and Sadiq Bay. Oh my Where god, why would they ever make that trade? <laughs> 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 I know they I know they wouldn't. I'm just saying yeah. they need, Russell they need has to do a, something with that nigga. Russell has a 2022 player option for $47 million. I think That's there's a chance he declines crazy. it. I think that what? I think he I because nah, I think he'd be that, stupid to decline it. Hey, at the, this this is the same man who wanted to stay in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. I, I know y'all probably have never been there, but he chose to stay in Oklahoma but, but, City. But, but but he was staying in Oklahoma City for goddamn 40 million a year. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm saying I think he's also at the point like if you look at him in press conferences, especially, you know, right before this little right before Bron got back, I think he's done with the Lakers just as much as they're done with him. And I could mm-hmm. see him like understanding like, yo, I'm not going to be able to get out of this situation or I'm going to go to a shitty situation. Let me just not pick it up, leave the bread on the table and just go to, 
you know, a situation making less bread. Because I'm looking at NBA teams, there's only two teams who could pick him up, and that's the Knicks and the Thunder. Mm. And that's mm. it. Like that, like that's literally it. I can't think of another team who would even remotely even think about it. Yeah. So and when those two and, and those two very well may be his only options, I, I think there's a chance he could just be like, you know what? We let bygones be bygones. You know who I think it would be a great fit for him if he was to like get bought out? The Miami Heat. Yeah. I like the mm. Miami, I like the Miami Heat. No, I'm good. They got Kyle I'll, Lowry. They got I'll Lowry. take Lowry. Hey, I'll take Lowry got, right yeah. now, dog. Yeah, no, they got yeah, Lowry. Take Lowry, right take Lowry too. Damn, my nigga, y'all, it's like that shit. Oh right. yeah, it's definitely like yeah, that. It's definitely like that. <laughs> Lowry's like production that. is is way better right now. He ain't no yeah, MVP, for sure. It's, it's better. He's, Wait, he's a much better. He's a much better fit. Oh damn, hey bro, y'all cashing this nigga Kyle Lowry out low key. Y'all, yeah, that man under contract right now. Y'all got him 27 this year, 28 next year, and 29 in 2023 or 2024. Yeah, yeah he is that severely nigga. overpaid. Y'all, are paying, Kyle, y'all be, are paying Kyle Lowry 30 million dollars a year until he's 20, until he's 39. Yeah, I'll be watching that nigga just run around and take hey, charges real, and mysteries. Real, real quick tangent on the heat. I, I know what y'all should do this offseason. Because I'm about to tell you I know what something. they should do too. I'm about to tell y'all. Hey, the ace. Let me see if we're on the same wave. I'm about to tell y'all something, y'all. Because Josh and Calvin are both Heat fans. For anybody listening, you don't know. Everyone knows Calvin's a Heat fan, but just a quick reminder, Josh is a Heat fan. I got I'm about to tell you something y'all don't want to hear. Okay. So right now, the Miami Heat are in first place in the Eastern Conference, right? Are y'all still in first place? Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all in first yeah. place in the East. Yeah, y'all got a yeah, y'all got a two-game lead on ball. Damn, hey, shout out to Boston, man. Them niggas. Got it out the mud. Them niggas were ass sure. two months ago. But um, anyway, so you got a two-game lead on the on the on the Boston Celtics. You're 51 28. You're probably gonna finish the season with the first seed and play like Charlotte or somebody. Anyway, so I think the oh, Bucks stops. They might be paying Brooklyn. Or Brooklyn. I think the Bucks stops for the Heat in the second round this year. Okay. Depending on who y'all play. I think that y'all do not beat Milwaukee. And I think that y'all will have a very hard time with Philly. Right. But I think that best case scenario, y'all do not make it to the NBA finals. Now, with that being said, I think this summer you should move Jimmy Butler. Whoa. And I'm gonna tell you I think that's a bad move. But no, you don't know you don't know what I'm saying. Let me finish. Let me finish. There is a there's a team in the NBA right now that's exploding from the inside out. And they have a disgruntled superstar. The thing that the Miami Heat are missing right now is they do not have a star who you can confidently say will get you a bucket in clutch time. Would y'all agree? Is Jimmy Butler a go-to scorer that can get you a bucket in clutch time? Is he? Because he he's proven I, that he's proven that he can do it. I was about it. to say, yeah. He, he can do it. He, okay, see, you're not you're but you're not saying it like he definitively can do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I don't think he can definitively yeah, do it. That's yeah, what I'm that's, saying. That's, I'm talking about the okay. but I, there's a disgruntled superstar. Is he a superstar? There is a scrumpled superstar Jason in the league right now who can go get you a bucket. And I think that's what the Heat are missing. And his name is Donovan Mitchell. I think I, I think I think they can get him for I think they can keep Butler and still get him. Oh, word? What what they got to give up then? Yeah, I, I think we I up. think we I think we give up Oladipo, some probably picks, oh. 
We'd probably have to lose Duncan though. <laughs> he said, "Ill." <laughs> yeah, Vic, we lose only we losing Duncan. Vic is only on a one-year deal, so that that wouldn't work unless it was done like via sign and trade, which possibly could work. But I think Duncan, Tyler Hero, Gabe mm. Vincent, and probably you have to throw in Victor Oladipo and some picks. Mm-hmm. I think they could get it done. They would obviously have to do a sign and trade with Vic, but I think I think they should do that for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't love trading t- Tyler Hero for Donovan Mitchell. I oh feel my like god! You, you they go. generally Heat do the same thing. Oh my wait, wait. god! Okay, they, wait, 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 Josh, what the whoa, fuck did what? you just say? Nick? You just said Tyler said Hero, Donovan Mitchell generally. Okay, but Donovan. Bro, okay, what? Donovan Mitchell does what Tyler Hero does way better. Can we all agree with that? Way better. I don't know. Josh. Because of this year, if we're talking about this year, I'm just talking. Josh. About this year. We're talking about over the course. I haven't of their seen career. Donovan Mitchell stats, so I, I'm kind of just. Shooting uh, blind here, but I'm I'm pretty wait, sure they have comparable. Josh, set. you know, with us, you cannot just shoot blind, nigga. I can D, tell you that. D, D, Mitch, D Mitch is a hooper. He um, he definitely he definitely has better stats than. So right uh, now, Donovan Mitchell right this now, season. Donovan Mitchell is giving you twenty six four and five on um season on shooting splits of 45, 36, and god damn it, uh eighty five. This man just said Donovan Mitchell and Tyler Hero do the same thing. Uh, Tyler Bro, Hero is giving you so Tyler Mitchell is giving you 26, 5, and 4. Tyler Hero is giving you 25 and 3 off the bench, shooting uh, 44. That's, that's off the bench, 39 and 86. But here's the thing here's so the thing. is that not comparable? The only thing that no. was really outstanding was the point, but I mean, okay, I, but I think that with, with, with right now, bro, we can't goddamn. I don't think we can go off just the numbers. We we talking like about? we've watched Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs go blow for blow with fifty point games with goddamn you know what what my what, what my life in Denver Jamal Murray you know what you I'm don't saying? remember when Tyler Hero did the thing with his lip though come on you I mean I, I so here's the thing bro I think that playoff run in the bubble. Kind of overrated Tyler Hero just a, just a smidgen bro. What you time. mean going to the what you mean going to the finals? Come on, relax. As a, as a role player, relax. you don't get credit for that. As a, yeah, I'm sorry. As, hey. Bro, the, that finals hey, he, run, that finals run. We let, I we credit, let our team. He I let credit, his team. I credit Jimothy Butler for that finals yes. run, my nigga. Okay. All I'm saying, I'm not saying that Donovan Mitchell and Tyler Hero are the same player. That's not what I'm saying. But Tyler Hero is in year three. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's coming off the bench and has comparable stats to to Donovan but, Mitchell. But let's, talk, feel like but let's talk about the actual hands. game, though. Let's talk about the actual game. Yeah, let's game. talk about the game. Can you hand, can you hand, uh, can you hand an offense to Tyler Hero for 82 games in a playoff run? No. You can't. No, we don't know that. I no, mean, you can't. Year, so here's the thing, but here's the thing. We're in year three. He's being coached by arguably the best coach in the league with the best grandmaster wizard and goddamn Pat Riley. I think if Tyler Hero could do that, then Spo would have given him some type of key to do that by now. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like we haven't seen that from Tyler. And I feel like you could go get another six man. Because I feel like what the Heat run up, what they come up short on is the fact that I just don't think Jimmy Butler can definitively go get you that late game dagger that you're going to need. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's kind of what they were missing in the finals run. Well, I, I don't think I don't Without think the that's finals run, the next year. My fault. I don't think that's necessarily their issue. They don't have a player who can fill it up. And like Jimmy Butler, he'll, he'll have games where he'll score 11 points or he'll score 
12 points or nine points. And like sometimes they'll still win, but he's not a great offensive talent, nor is Bam. So when your two best players are neither one of them are great offensive talents, you're kind of going to be capped out like how the Heat kind of get capped out. That's why they got swept in the first round last year. Um, and I think honestly, if you add Spider, that opens up everything for everybody. And it's and it, if you look it, at it, if you look at it, bro, if you just look at Jimmy Butler's like career arc in terms of stats, that nigga reached his ceiling six years ago in Chicago when he was taking 17 shots a game, getting 24 points a game. Now, you, you know, he's come down to averaging 20 points a game. Him and Tyler Hero giving you the same thing. If your star player and your six man are giving you the same thing, what's your ceiling? in terms of a playoff run, when we got to worry about going blow for blow with Giannis and the fucking two musketeers going, you know what I'm saying, with, with goddamn going to play Jim Harden if he fucking shows up. <laughs> Let's preface that. And Joel and B. And then, you know, I, uh, KD and Kyrie are about to be the most dangerous eighth seed of all time. Y'all could very well get snuck with an uppercut by them niggas if y'all end up playing them in the first round. To be honest, bro, because KD, <laughs> y'all played them in the first round, KD come out <laughs> it's a wrap. and give it's you 43 off of I'm not, 43 hey, off I'm 16 not shots, nigga. Kyrie, Kyrie come it's in that rap. bitch. He come in. What, where y'all play? Amer y'all playing American Airlines? Yeah. Y'all, Kyrie coming that bitch waving sage around yeah. with, his, with his untucked jersey that, and, I, Seth, and Seth gonna, Curry in the corner. Have... It's a wrap for you. Like so, that's that's my that's that's my thing. When you're if you're running into a team like that, a volume scoring team, I just think that y'all need a volume score, someone that can. Brooklyn doesn't up. play any defense, so I don't. I mean, yeah, but they and y'all ain't got no offense. <laughs> They, but but they can match y'all oh, offense. We got enough. And yeah, they not against they, Brooklyn. They can match y'all yeah, offense, though. Do. They can match y'all offense. Is, is, but is they can't bad. play defense, so, like, it doesn't matter. I Yes, it does. We are a great defensive team. You have and, no player on your okay. team who can who, drop 40. Okay. You, the Brooklyn has Josh, two at Josh, any but, given time. Josh, who, who but, guarding okay, KD on My point is, you can't stop. You can't. That's, that's the point. Though. You're not stopping KD. That's not the point. Exactly. It's about it's about stopping the role players. So that can that's KD a, that's not go, can, great, can, K, can KD not win a series on his own? Have we not seen that before? And and Josh, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, what did wait, Josh? What did you just say? He said he said he said he couldn't beat the Bucks last year on his own. Oh my god! He couldn't. Hold on, he couldn't. He couldn't. Don't do this, He couldn't. He couldn't. Did he? Listen, did he? Oh my goodness! But the question was: So are the Miami Heat the Bucks? Are the Miami Heat the Bucks now? I'm not saying that. Y'all traded for Giannis or something? Don't act like we didn't beat the Bucks to get to the finals. Listen, Josh, I want to say something real quick. And this this is gonna make what this is not gonna like this. Okay. But we're talking, if we're talking about the Bucks defense, they very well could have an all NBA caliber defender coming back to 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 strap up Jimmy Butler and company in the in the in the backcourt. Ben Simmons, my nigga. They could. And at the same time, no, no, that's not a hypothetical. He on the roster, nigga. And, and no, and, that's a hypothetical that he's gonna come back for this for the for this postseason. No, 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 no. Steve Nash said he's out for the regular season, but they're still evaluating for playing and playoff. Strap up, Jimmy Butler. I'm just, I'm just nah. saying, we you your your point is defense, and the thing about it is Brooklyn. 
I'm going to give them credit. They have not been healthy slash competent. I said competent because of Kyrie because this nigga left 15 million on the table. But anyway, neither here nor there. They ain't been healthy nor competent all season. You know what I'm saying? Patty Mills ain't been healthy. They got, they're got still ingratiating Seth Curry and Andre Drummond into the lineup. Um, I think they're still trying to make a lot of pieces go and work. And if I'm not mistaken, Steve Nash is still a first-year yeah. head coach. So I don't. all I'm saying is not saying y'all are going to lose to Brooklyn by any stretch of the imagination. I'm saying that but first of all y'all might not play them because i think brooklyn is gonna win their first playing game and they'll be the seventh seed anyway and we'll see brooklyn versus boston mm-hmm. but if brooklyn happens to drop that first playing game and then runs into you know they might run into cleveland you know i, you know, I can't tell you what happened with that guy there but uh if they do <laughs> run into y'all I'm just saying it's very it's dangerous. And I think if y'all would have to do a gauntlet of Brooklyn, let's say y'all play Boston in the second round and then the Bucks in the third round. But you can't then, say that Miami ahead. is definitely the most most well-equipped team to take down any of those teams that you've named Oh my! You gosh. would not be surprised if Miami beat oh. any of those teams. Oh I'd be surprised if they beat the Bucks. Oh okay, maybe the Bucks. I'll the be Bucks surprised maybe. if they the Bucks. Yeah, the, the Bucks, but the Bucks I would Bucks. agree with. The That's Bucks, just because Giannis is going insane. Um, but outside so, of Giannis, oh my, oh my god! What I think, of, what I love about the East this year, and I'm really excited to watch the East Conference playoffs, is I think that every team is equipped to beat anyone in front of them. I'm, and I'm not saying like I'm not talking about like the Cavs and the Raptors and them. I'm really talking about like the top five or six guys and then the Nets. Um, like I think the Celtics would give y'all fits. Because yeah, I think the Celtics, in my opinion, the way they're constructed, I think the Celtics, in terms of they can play, they're, first of all, they're the best defensive team in the league right now. Um, so they'll match y'all on that defense. But, and then I'm like, can y'all go blow for blow with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Absolutely not. Last eight they games. Can't, they can't. They then, can't go blow for blow with nobody, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like they can't, who eight, can they go blow for blow last with? Eight, last eight games, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are both averaging 29 points a game. And I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? Marcus Smart is going to be first team all defense. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's interesting with the Eastern Conference playoffs. I think the Miami Heat are a very interesting case study. But my whole point of bringing up this conversation is I'm like, okay, let's say y'all don't make it out the second round this year. What do you do as Pat Riley? And I just think and, – and, and the whole Utah Jazz thing is blowing up right in front of us. There was a stat that came on Twitter. Niggas been talking about it. Donovan Mitchell passes Rudy Gobert the ball two times a game. <laughs> like, he does not give Rudy Gobert the ball. And then there were a, a reports that came out last postseason that Donovan Mitchell was mad with the Utah Jazz because they feel like they mismanaged his injury. So he's been mad for a year at these niggas, and it's fucking Utah. I don't think it's going to take much for this nigga to say, get me the fuck out of here. You know, we're, we're we're doing the same song and dance every year, and now they're like a half a game out of being in the play-in. They might not even play any playoff ball. You know what I'm saying? They're playing like shit, you know? So I think losing Joe Ingles, they traded him to the, to the Trailblazers, but losing someone like him, I think that had an effect on their team. But, yeah, they're just playing like shit. And then Rudy Gobert is your second-best player, and he can't play any offensive basketball. But, yeah, man, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Y'all, y'all just, y'all just need a bucket get Donovan getters. Mitchell, yeah. If we could get Donovan Mitchell while keeping Hero, Jimmy, and Bam, that's the but mo- that's, most ideal situation I don't think, But, Josh, that's not possible, my nigga. Nah, but I'm just it, saying, that's my but, ideal situation. And yeah, I get, I get it. Yeah, but and my ideal situation is that we trade LeBron James for Tobias Harris. 
It's like <laughs> it, 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 it's not happening. It's not happening. But not Josh. The and the reason it's not possible is not more so because oh this nigga's not as good as this nigga. It really has more so to do with the money because well Kyle Lowry, you get rid of that contract is easy. Now you, you know Calvin is not going for that. You know that's Calvin's. Who's going to be the point guard? Yeah, well, we nah, don't so care uh, about what Calvin wants. We want, <laughs> but we want listen, Donovan because Donovan Mitchell. Could if really we had to give up Kyle Lowry and, for and Donovan, and why the and why the and why the fuck would the Utah Jazz want Kyle Lowry and Michael Conley? Come on, bro. <laughs> like let's let's, let's I mean, be realistic. Shit, you, let's be realistic. You, <laughs> but and 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 also Josh. But no, you gotta also think about it. We're we're really forgetting that the fact that this is Tyler Hero's third year in the league. And that nigga deserves a contract this summer, does he not? <sighs> yeah. So, exactly. exactly. Wait, if I'm anyway, not mistaken, you know is this Bam's third year? Did Bam, Bam got cashed out already. He got cashed oh, out. Oh, yeah, he got paid so already. Y'all got Bam yeah. cashed out. Y'all just gave Jimmy Butler 40-something million dollars a year for whatever fucking reason. Y'all got to cash out Tyler Hero, and y'all cashed out Kyle Lowry, my nigga. So, something's got to give. Y'all can't bring a fit. The, 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 the cap ain't that big. This is not fucking... Luxury no, tax. well... Well, I if mean, y'all keep tag, if y'all keep like, getting bounced in the first round, then y'all ain't it, making no bread. So I'm like, y'all got to Something's got to get. We got bounced in the first round just last year. Who's more important and, to y'all team? And, Who's important to y'all team and y'all culture and y'all success? Tyler Hero, or Jimmy Butler. Udonis has. Oh my god! <laughs> just a three oh five. It's Jimmy Butler, bro. So I think you pack a and oh, y'all cashed out Duncan too. Y'all to cash everybody yeah, out. Yeah, but he, he got like $10 million a year. We could get him out and, of here, too. But uh, that's what I'm saying. So, honestly, bro, package up the two white boys, throw a first-round pick in that bitch, get Spider in this bitch, and let's rock it out. Uh, you know, you got to give up more than that for Spider. You, you gonna, that, that's a... That's a that's a 25, 26 year old superstar. He, you have to give up a pretty penny for him, but I think they should absolutely get it done once they get uh waxed by Brooklyn in yeah, the first he's, round. He's 25. He's 25 and he's right now. And y'all wouldn't even have to worry about giving him a new contract. He's at 30. He he signed into the, the end of 2026 where you, he's getting 37 million. So right, yeah. So Ooh, wait. I mean, if if you trade Kyle Lowry and Duncan Robinson, that money matches up. That's all I'm saying. Oh no, the money, yeah. Hey. Just throwing you could throw in four first round picks for all I care. I don't even I don't even think Pat Riley values picks anyways. So I, I don't even see, right. see that. Uh, one thing one thing I'm finding about Josh Josh comes wait. up with the worst wait, hold trades on. ever. <laughs> this nigga said Kyle Lowry. I and said Duncan you could Robinson. put up four wait. first round picks wait, for all Josh, I care. You, it's can't, just a- you can't say he don't value draft picks, bro, when three of the five niggas that are on second big ass contracts on your team were draft picks. Duncan Robinson. Yeah, but that's still, that's where in losing seasons, but now that the team is back at having winning the having a winning culture, I'm not I'm not sure how many first round draft picks Pat Riley is looking for. To, right? I mean, so why would so why would the Utah Jazz value that? Because they have a distressed asset that they're probably going to lose for nothing if they don't. So you think that would be the worst if they wait? So you think Kyle fucking Lowry and Duncan Robinson? I don't and a bunch think that that's a good trade. I'm going just saying to be, it should. going to get the deal done. I think Kyle. I think I only thing I th- only I think Kyle Lowry is an unattractive trade piece right now just because he's old as shit, and I don't want a thirty-six yeah. year old making thirty. Million. I don't even know why they gave him that. Like if I'm trying to blow it up, I'm trying to like bring the money down i'm not trying you know what i'm but saying honestly like, kyle lowry is not the make or break for your team right now he's just somebody who you can plug and play depending on what type of offense you run well no i'm saying in, in terms of like a, I'm so it's not like i mean yeah i'm not saying yeah. just, he's not a track to trade piece but if you want to i mean and we're, this it could also be like a three-team trade you know what i'm saying get some 
I don't know. Kyle Lowry is movable. That's all I'm saying. Like, I, I just he's don't not. Know. I don't. I don't think he's movable. And that. And then we're right back to. You know, I think Bam. I'll say Bam is untouchable just because that nigga's fucking goaded. Great defensive player. You know, perennial all defensive team maker. Um, so I think Bam's staying there. But hey, I'm still on the. Hmm, Jimmy Butler looking real tradable right now. Train. That's where I'm at. Nah, bro. He 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 does. He, he's he, he not gonna get team. traded though. He's a Draymond of their team. He brings he okay. brings that mentality. I, I, I can see that. That leadership. He, he he's that. Okay, he he got to be there. We right back to Tyler, and this is what Calvin has been doing for like the last three years. This nigga has been holding on to Tyler Hero like a fucking life raft. Every bro, time we, we Tyler here, we need Tyler Hero, bro. We not we're not okay. trading that nigga, bro. Yeah, okay. So Donovan right. Mitchell or not, bro? Pat Riley, Dre, Dre, fuck with that yeah. nigga, bro. Just remember this question when they get when they get smoked by Brooklyn in the first round. Just remember this and then bring it back. Hey, now we'll, we'll see. We'll, Josh, we'll, listen. If y'all lose in the first round, let's just say to Brooklyn, we'll see what. Bro, y'all we're taking them niggas in. out in five, bro. On ca- no game, yeah, no, no I cap. There, I don't even think there's an if for that. Brooklyn. Five. You beat him in five. Five, five games, bro. Maybe, maybe like five maybe games. Six. But yo, Miami Heat fans are insane. <laughs> <laughs> and five is that what we're doing? Five games. Hey, five games, bro. I mean, bro, y'all have. Look, he got the rug. <laughs> Why do you have a fucking Miami Heat rug, nigga? <laughs> bro, you're the greatest bro, team y'all in the fucking NBA. Bro, bro, y'all are getting smoked, bro. Y'all do respect, bro. Hey. I'm looking at. I'm looking at last think- time they played. Kevin Durant had 23, Kyrie had 11 points, and them niggas won by 15, bro. Like, y'all not y'all not rocking with them, bro. Y'all, y'all can't compete. But that's because Andre Drummond had a good game. Relax. He had 13 points, Calvin. We'll smoke them. <laughs> yeah. they, 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 y'all played 13 in like 12 or something. Oh, I remember that game. I had bet on that game, too. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Jimmy Butler had heat. seven points. Every time I bet on the Heat, them <laughs> niggas piss me off, bro. But yo... <laughs> That's our show, it's man. Still the number one seed. I don't care. Hey, you you right, bro. Shout out to y'all, bro. Shout out to yeah. fucking y'all. Hey, bro. That's our show, Josh. Appreciate you coming back, filling in, man. Uh, don't worry, man. We're gonna have you. On, listen, we we are officially on Miami Heat playoff watch, bro. I'm watching oh, yeah. y'all like and a I'm fucking here to hall. talk shit and make <laughs> and make wild takes on here, so that Wanye has something to make for for the next fucking however long. Yeah, I'm here for it. But, yo, that's our show, man. Catch us on every podcast and platform. Like, rate, and review us. And we will see you next week to get um, Jalen's vlogs from the Final Four. Peace and fuck Tyler Hero. Yeah. Can't kill me, I got God, but I'm so ready to die. I was in the five guys with the Tonys right beside. I was on the east side, I was on the south side. I was at the breakfast club, I ain't even get inside. Then I seen that nigga die. That had my eyes wide. Auntie's in the two five with the sweet potato pie like. Tell them niggas I'm gon' live it up. I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up. Tell them, tell them I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up. Riding with the pistol tuck. Whip it like a semi, yeah, I whip it like a semi truck.